the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross were brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. Ross were brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's better, betterfantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Monday, November 29th, currently 10.36 a.m. on the East Coast. We are a few days, a very few days removed from the final month of the year, December. And joining me, as usual, on the NBA Gambling Podcast, a man who was on absolute fire Coming off hitting a 49 to 1 parlay. Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling this Monday morning, bud? Or evening for you. Yeah, I'm uh I'm feeling like money. I'm feeling like money. Hit a nice You're swimming in money over there. Uh, yeah, hit a nice personal parlay um in the Rams, uh the Rams uh what was it? The Rams Packers. Packers. Yeah. Rams Packers game. Um nice personal par- uh SGP there. Um, I'm, I hope I want to just give out one. I want to make other people money. I want to give out one. I just don't want to eat on my own. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to give out something good. I want something good, something big for the people. So you know, maybe maybe this week is it. I hope so, man. We got to finish these few few uh, days of November strong, and then we're gonna carry that momentum into December. Um, we're gonna get through some general thoughts uh, that we saw around the NBA over the past couple of days. I know Turbo wasn't able to join on Friday, but we did give out his picks. I think Turbo had a great week of betting over on our website and following our picks. Um, so we'll talk about some of that stuff and then we'll get into obviously the Monday night games. And then at the very end, the game of the year, I think me and Turbo agree on this. The game of the year is going to go off on Tuesday night. So we're going to do a special preview of that game since we don't do pods on Tuesday. So we'll do a special preview of that game, but we're going to save that for later. Uh, Terrell, oh, wait, hold get, up, hold up, hold yeah. up, hold up. Before we start, before we start, we have to have a special edition of These Dudes Ain't Trying. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> very, very special edition of These Dudes Ain't Trying to Fight. So on this Monday morning edition of These Dudes Trying to Fight, Ain't Trying to Fight, uh, we're going to the NFL, and yeah. Tristan Hill, defensive tackle for the Cowboys, mushed the offensive tackle f- um for 
the Raiders into the game, you know, after a loss, motions are high. The Raiders just, you know, won it in overtime. And, you know, the Cowboys yet another loss on Thanksgiving. Mushes him in the face and then backs up and backs up and backs up. And he was about in the locker room. Like, <laughs> while this is going on, he ba- he about backed up into the locker room. Yeah. He, he let everybody get in. But like this, at least Isaiah Stewart, when Isaiah Stewart did it, he at least faked like he was trying to run after there and go try to get somebody. But Tristan Hill was just straight backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up. It was, you know, you would have thought he was a music dancer. Back, back, back it up, back, back, <laughs> back it up. Like, come on, Tristan, my guy. Yo, if you go, if you want the smoke from dude, yo, I don't know if he said something and you know d tackles o tackles they be going at it da, 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 blah 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 okay i don't i mean if you really want to do something you really want to smoke the dude like just go through with it go through with it all the way the game's over like the game's over you're not gonna get a penalty you're not affecting the team you might you know take a little l or something like that you know might take get a, a, a couple couple game suspension but that ain't nothing to you you got money you good so just go <laughs> through with it just go through with it mushroom Still, um, fight them, do something. This was boring. This was boring. And the funny thing is, it is a girl I went to college with. Uh, her name is Lena, Lena with the lens, Lena with the lens. Uh, I think that's her Instagram name. It might still be her Instagram name, but she took pictures at while I was in school and she now works for the Dallas Cowboys uh, as as a photographer. And okay. if you look at the video clip, she's right there next to him. And she starts looking and like, Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, this is about to get serious. Like, so it, that was very, very funny to see her in that shot right there while this is going on. So shout out to her, uh, Lena with the lens, uh, photography, um, check her out on Instagram. I think it's Lena with the lens, something like that. I got to find out what her Instagram name is, but uh, shout out to her and shout out to Tristan Hill for making a special NFL edition of these dudes ain't trying to fight for real. <laughs> there we go. We might have to get her on the pod just to have some stories. I'm sure she has some great stories uh, working for the Cowboys and being a photographer, but yeah, that would be absolutely. interesting to hear. Um, yeah, so that's the Monday morning. she used morning. to work for the Panthers. So she used to work for the Panthers. She worked for okay. the Panthers before. I think she worked for the Panthers before this season or uh-huh. after. Something like that. Yeah. And so she worked with the Cowboys now. She used okay. to work with the Panthers. And then she had an internship working preseason for the Dolphins. So she'd been mm. around the block. Yo. Oh, yeah. She got a super dope pro, uh, picture of me at my probate. Uh, she's super dope. So, yeah, that's my dog, yo. There you go. Check her out on uh, Instagram. You said Lena with the lens. Let me let me go look and make sure. All right, you look at it. And I'll, I'll update about what's going on in the uh, NBA so far. So last week we had talked about Terrell that – that Phoenix Suns were good. Their winning streak was going to come to an end. It hasn't yet. Neither has the Warriors, but we're going to save that, like I said, for the end. But a couple other things going on in the NBA as far as injury-wise. Uh, the, we saw some teams getting guys back, like the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel okay, Embiid. All right, all right, I got it. What you got? Okay, she she graduated from Lena with the Lens. That's not her at name no more, so forget that. Her at name now is Kalina so C A L L E N A M W photo. Okay. So C A L L E N A M W photo. Man, y'all go give her a follow, yo. ANC Aggie Pride, uh, Cap- Dallas Cowboys photographer, and she got some dope ass pictures. Like, just go look. She got some dope ass pictures. So yeah, go fuck with her. Yeah, definitely have to check that out for, for sure. And listeners, go go give uh go give her a follow, just like uh Terrell said, but. 
Joel, yeah, we got some guys coming back from injury, some guys that are out of the lineup. Um, obvious one for 76ers, they get Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid back after they were in the health and safety protocols, I believe. Joel Embiid missed eight to nine games, but he came back in a what a way for him to come back. He uh, came back against that Minnesota uh, in that Minnesota game, where I believe it went to a double overtime or triple overtime. Um, and he had himself a game that night, uh, 42 points. Yeah, double overtime. 121-120 win for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Joel Embiid, 42 points, 14 rebounds. Tobias Harris also back for the six or 17 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. And then the bigger news. And they uh, lost. And they lost. Yeah, they lost double overtime. But that's yeah, because, like, I mean, wow. Uh, D'Angelo Russell in that game, D'Lo, 35 points, hit some big clutch three-point shots. Uh, I think it was in regulation and at the end of the first overtime. But – um, he dropped 35 for the T-Wolves, 28 for Carl Anthony Towns in that game, 10 rebounds. Uh, Anthony Edwards struggled in that game. He did post 19 points, but on 21 shots, only one of eight from three-point land. Um, and then the John Morant news, uh, Terrell, I think they dodged a big bullet there. Uh, what could have been a more serious injury for John Morant, it's only a, I believe they diagnosed it as knee sprain, and he should be back in a couple weeks. But the Grizzlies took care of business against the Kings uh, last night. They won that game 128-101 without John Morant on the floor. Um, it was a, I guess, yeah, it was a team contribution or team win, man. There wasn't, I mean, you had three guys in double figures. There are four guys, five, sorry, five guys. But I think this is the type of basketball they're going to have to play going forward without uh, John Morant here for a couple of weeks, throw. Yeah, and um I don't think it's panic mode per se. We've seen John Morant being out for this team before, yeah. And we've seen them win win a few basketball games. Like yeah. they won a they won a couple of basketball games while he was out. Um, so I don't think that this is necessary. And the difference now is that Jaron Jack. I don't think Jaron Jackson Jr. was in the lineup when that happened the first time. Now Jaron Jackson Jr. is back in the lineup. Uh, Dylan Brooks is there. Desmond Bain is there. Like they have some guys they can go to. Um. So I, I don't think that this is necessarily panic mode and to start fate in the Grizzlies just yet, but it is a cause for concern. I'm very, very interested to see how Dylan Brooks takes this. Dylan Brooks needs to be the guy now. He needs yeah. to be the guy in that backcourt now. He needs to be able to take games over, and he has to force himself, and it's very tough to ask for somebody you know of, like him to do this early mm-hmm. in his career, but he needs to force himself to get to another level Yeah. Um, if he wants to keep this team in playoff contention. He really does. But I think they have a lot of pieces around that team. Like this team looks just like they've grown in over a year. Uh, yep. The pay, the people that have been there before. So uh, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right without Jaw for a little bit. Yeah, I think they should be okay. I mean, they're this the Western Conference is still kind of wide open, except for the top two spots. But only three and a half games separate the three seed and then uh, that uh, all the way down to the eleven seed. So. Um, I think they're going to be okay. They just got to kind of ride the course there for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies until John Moran is back. Uh, another mooning streak that I did want to mention, aside from the obvious ones, uh, Milwaukee Bucks quietly have won seven games in a row here after the return of Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday to the uh, lineup there. They've been just taking care of business, man. I know they haven't played the greatest quality of opponents, but at the same time, they're just taking care of business where they need to. Uh, and Giannis has been an absolute monster for them. Uh, throughout this winning streak here. I mean, he's been posting double-doubles almost in every single game. 
Um, 29, 30 points per night. He leads, he leads the Milwaukee Bucks right now, averaging 27 points and 11 boards <clears throat> for the Bucks there. But yeah, another streak, a winning streak that I did want to mention there about the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, no, the Bucks are on a tear. They really are. And I'm glad I was on the right side picking them for majority, if not all of the games of this winning streak, to be honest. Um, they look good. Like, they look like they're defending champs. And now they just got some news, and they're bringing DeMarcus Cousins onto that roster. Yep. And I'm going to be super interested to see what kind of contribution DeMarcus Cousins can bring to that team. And hopefully he can, you know, uh, come off the bench and give those guys a little bit of a P.J. Tucker-esque role yep. and just going, being tough, getting a lot of rebounds for him and being able to hit shots when the name is called. So – uh, I'm very interested to see what DeMarcus looks like physically, um, yeah. what he looks like mentally out there as well, mm-hmm. and what he can bring to a championship roster. Like, it's what they are, a championship roster. Yeah, I, I do like the move for the Bucks. I mean, they do need another big body, uh, at least in that the backup uh, center position. I mean, I know they have Bobby Portis and guys like that, but I think DeMarcus Cousins is, is a it's a completely different uh animal as far as it comes to big bodies and you know he can still score the basketball so if they're able to get i don't know 15 minutes out of him i think that will be uh pretty good uh for the milwaukee bucks quickly before we get to the monday night games let's take a look at how we did on tally site last week uh you finished 27 and 22 last week uh terrell and then uh, Zach finished let me see here uh Zach finished 20. Let's see, man. Okay, yeah, twenty-one seventeen, and then I finished right at five hundred at nineteen and nineteen. So, not bad of a week here uh, for for the gang uh, over on sportsgamblingpodcast.com with Tally Side putting in our pick. So, hopefully, we can continue that. Um, just want to reemphasize, guys, that make sure to check our picks over on the website because there's injury news that comes down almost hourly in the NBA, and in NBA betters know that. They can say that one guy is in the lineup in the next second right before game time. They're going to be out. So make sure to check our picks over on tally side. I mean, we're giving you our leans on both side in total for every game on the podcast. But again, things change throughout the day for um, as far as injury news goes. Terrell, anything else you want to get to before we dive into the NBA games here? Um. No, no, man. I'm ready to get into this late. Let's get into this late. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's start it off here with the first game tonight. We have the Orlando Magic going into Philly to take on the Sixers, where the Sixers are a 14, 14 point home favorite. Total sitting at 205. I am looking at the injury report right now. Cole Anthony continues to be out for the Orlando Magic. Uh, Mo Bamba is questionable with some back soreness. And for the Sixers, like we mentioned, the guys are back in Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and mostly everybody is ready to go for the 76ers. Uh, Terrell, where are we going with this game, man? Um, the, the Sixers really do need to make a statement. Like, they really, really do. They need a statement win right now. They've lost a lot of games um, over this stretch. They got a couple good wins, but lost a lot of games over this stretch. Uh, this feels like they they try to run the score, but fourteen is a lot of points, man. Yeah, that's that's you're basically basically saying the, the Magic aren't going to be in this game. Like they're they're not going to be in this game. Um, uh, 
it's kind of rich for my blood. I think, but Cole Anthony, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think that Cole Anthony being out does change it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably, they already struggled scoring the basketball. He is a pretty good thing. If they don't get his scoring going on the road, I I laid a a 14 with Philly. I really don't like it, but I laid a 14 with Philly. It's a lot of scoring for Cole Anthony to be out. If Mo Bama isn't, you know, fully ready to go. Uh, I see Terrace Ross' name up here. If he doesn't go, that's going to be big. Like, you know, he's a big person off the bench for them. So I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll ride Philly. I think they really need to make a statement win. Yeah, it seems like like this is like we talk about get right games, right? And I think that Sixers, you know, they have their guys back. And now it's just time for them to start winning games. And Orlando Magic all the season, they're four and seventeen overall, but they're now on a six game losing streak. And if you kind of take a look at the final scores so for some of these games, man, they haven't been able to get to a hundred points over their last four games, 92, 88, 99, 92. So like you mentioned, without Cole Anthony. They are struggling a little bit on the offensive side of the basketball, and they've they've given up uh, to the Bulls 123, 123 to the Bucks, 117 again to the Bucks in back to back games. Give up 106 to the Hornets. So I think that uh, as reluctant that we are to lay this many points with the Sixers, I think you kind of got to have to. Um, uh, I think it's like 100, 110, 110 range to like 90 range. Like that sound, that sounds right. Yeah, and I think I was looking at this Orlando Magic team total of under 94 and a half, um, you know, because Sixers are a pretty good defensive team, man. We, we can't, you know, can't take that away from the Sixers. Uh, so I am leaning towards taking that under 94 and a half team total, and I agree with you. Really not going to bet this game, but since we do pick every game here for the pod, we are going to lay the points here with the Sixers at 14. Thoughts on the total? I think we're probably leaning towards the under here because I don't think the Magic can score, uh, Terrell. No, I'm actually on the on the over because okay. I think I don't think the Magic score, but I think the the 76ers can do enough to offset that. I really do. I think that this, I really do think that this is probably a game that lands somewhere in like the 115 to 96 like it's like a almost like they're basically uh the um the Magic going to be at the end of the game trying to make sure that they don't get dubbed. Like, yeah. ultimately, that's the biggest disrespect in basketball is if you get dubbed. And I think at the end of the game, the Magic is going to be like, all right, let's 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 try not to get dubbed. And by that point, you're already covered in the 14. Yeah. And, you know, I think that it's, they're going to be, you know, playing for a little bit towards the end. They'll hit the 90 threshold that they're used to hitting and possibly make the 100 threshold. But I really think that the 76ers do run the score up on them tonight. And it's – like 100 120 points that they put up because they're just mad they're mad and everybody wants to get back after especially after that overtime game would you rather play the full game over or would you rather go sixers team total over 109 and a half yeah i would do the, i would do the sixers team total if i okay. had to pick i would do the sixers team total i think they hit 110 pretty confidently actually all right Let's move over to the next game trail we have the denver nuggets headed down to south beach to take on the miami heat Miami Heat currently are a seven and a half point home favorite. Total sitting at two hundred seven and a half, trending towards two hundred eight. Obviously, uh, no Nikola Jokic over the past week here for the Denver Nuggets. He is still questionable with the uh, wrist injury, um, and obviously Michael Porter Jr. continues to be out. PJ Dozier, like we talked about last week, uh, gone for the season for the Nuggets. 
Uh, this team is just depleted by injuries, man. I mean, when your top three players are out, it's going to be difficult to win games. But uh, Terrell, where are you going with this game? Seven and a half point favorite for the Miami Heat here. A bit of a revenge game um, for, I believe, the uh, for the uh, Denver. Sorry, for the Miami Heat. I think they lost when they went over to uh, Denver uh, earlier this month. They really? Yeah, one thirteen ninety six. They lost. Um. I wonder. I don't know where Jamal Murray is at in his recovery. I wonder how he's doing. And I know he's seen him shooting around pregame and stuff like that. But I wonder how his recovery is doing. Like, I can't wait to see him get back on the court. Um. All right. Back to what we're actually talking about. I just had a sidebar. I was talking to myself. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I feel like I got delayed the heat, the points with the Heat. Um. They're good, man. Yeah. Heat are a good basketball team, and you know, don't let the kind of road games confuse you and how they approach some of these road games but for the most part they're in these games like they're in these games all the time there's rarely a few times where you feel like the heat got completely outclassed in a game Mm -hmm. and that consistency is just going to amplify with them at home and um you know first game back uh ready to get up for the home crowd definitely want to pay this nuggets team back for that loss earlier in the year uh I think they're just I think they're good and I think without Jokic there I think you're relying on a lot of role players for the Nuggets to get this offense going for them and they may not be able to do it night in night out like I don't think they can do it on the road night in night out to keep that offense going for them so I'm going to I'm going to ride with uh the heat here I'm a later seven and a half it is a little bit of a of a larger number but I don't think that they are going to be in this game. I don't. I think the Heat are going to blow them out tonight. Yeah, Denver over the last five games are giving up 116.4 points per game. Uh, just looking at the injury report, the guys should be able to go, but Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero are questionable. Uh, Jimmy Butler dealing with a tailbone contusion, and then Tyler Hero just overall soreness is what it says on the injury report, but I think they should be able to go. Regardless, this defense not doing well um, for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, revenge on the mind for the Miami Heat. I agree with you, seven and a half. I actually was looking at this game last night. I said, why is this? I believe it opened by six or six and a half, but uh, now it's up to seven and a half. So uh, I agree with you there. I think Miami should take care of business here uh, against the Denver Nuggets. Um, thoughts on the total, Terrell, 207 and a half? I think this is another game I might be looking at the team total for the Miami Heat at 107 and a half. Yeah, I think the team total is a. What's Denver's team total? What do you see for Denver? I think. Hold on, give me one second. I if just it's because it. you said what they got to be at a hundred. Uh, Denver was at ninety nine and a half. I would take the under. I would bet. I would bet the under on that. I don't think Denver makes a hundred points against this Miami Heat defense. I do not, especially with especially uh, leaning on a. Yeah, without Joker leaning on a whole bunch of role players. Not really anybody that really is like really really facilitating the offense. Uh, no, I don't think they. I don't think they hit that ninety nine and a half at all. Actually, that that could be. That's that's a best bet territory for me. Oh, okay, I like that. Um, yeah, I think that this Heat team is going to smother them. You know, we we talked about that revenge angle. It, it matters to these teams. These guys are petty, man. They're going to remember that loss. So I think that. Um, you know, I think I like that angle that you're thinking of taking that under team total along with Miami. Uh, over 107 and a half there let's go over to the next game terrell we have the okc thunder headed to houston to take on the 
two wins in a row, a winning streak for the Houston Rockets. Hey, don't look now. Minus two and a half uh, are the Rockets against the Thunder at home tonight. Total of 216. Uh, quickly looking at the injury report for this game, SGA uh, will be good to go. And the only injury for the Rockets, um, many of you already know, but Jalen Green is going to be out for at least another week. Uh, for the Rockets with a left hamstring strain. He left, I believe, that Chicago game. But Terrell, two-and-a-half-point home favorites for the Houston Rockets against the Thunder. Where are you going with this game? I I, I don't – this is locked territory for me. It really is. I I don't know why the Rockets are favored in this game. Um, if we just, just look at the last five games, the last five games for the Thunder – are better than the last five games for the Rockets, and the Rockets had two wins. Yeah, but the Rockets had they, two wins in that they stretch. Beat, they beat a really good Chicago team, and they beat the Hornets. Come on, give us some respect. No, I and I get that. I get <laughs> that. But if we sit here and we just look at what the Thunder did these last five games, they took the Wizards to the wire. They took the yeah. Jazz to the wire. Yeah. They um, they had uh had a pretty solid game against the uh against the Hawks. They took the, the Celtics to the wire, but you know how I feel about them. And then mm-hmm. they, they went on the road in Milwaukee and took Milwaukee and gave them a game, too. So, I don't know, man. I the, the Thunder are playing really, really good right now. SGA is back in the lineup. I'm really not – like, no Jalen – they're without Jalen Green. They don't they know want- what the hell they're doing with John Wall. <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm not getting, I'm not getting behind this Rockets team laying points. Like I'm not getting behind them laying points right now. I, yeah, I, I should, I this I should is have. Uh, yeah, my bad. I should have mentioned this is that this is already the third game between these two teams uh, this season. The first one, there was a second game of the season for the Rockets where they won one twenty four ninety one, and then they back on November seventeenth, uh, the Thunder won that game one hundred one eighty nine on their home floor, and this is a there I believe. This is going to be the last two games that they played this season. They play today in uh, Houston, uh, tonight, sorry, in Houston, and then they go back to OKC on Wednesday and play, I believe, the last game of the season there already. So these four games, or this fourth game, is going to be it here for these two teams facing each other. So um, you're going with the OKC Thunder tonight, right, Terrell? Yeah, yeah, this is – this is. Uh... This is a lockable game. This is a okay. lockable game for me. I think that the two and a half is generous. I definitely would sprinkle on the money line. I think the Thunder can go into Houston and win this game. Yeah, total of two sixteen. Thoughts on that? Um, it it kind of feels like the under the uh the Thunder have picked it up defensively. You know, a little bit more past few games. Uh. You know, I I, uh, I I think this is a game where I can just safely say, hey, let's just go auto auto take the under with how this season is going. You don't know what Rockets team are going to get out there because they can get up and down the court, but they'll miss a whole bunch of shots. Um, I don't think that the Thunder are going to look in, look to go in here on the road and blow anybody out, but I think that they'll make this a game and they'll, you know, have a, a comfortable lead, but I don't think that they're going to – you run up the score on them at all. So the under feels kind of safe in this one. Yeah, the Rockets, I mean, both offensively and defensively, at least over the last two games. I mean, not, I mean, offensively, they've been great. They've been able to knock down the three point shots finally. That's just really been the story for the Rockets. But again, defensively, they continue to be really, really bad. Uh, a net rating, uh, sorry, a defensive rating of 117 
point four, which is uh, right there in the bottom four with the Blazers, the Hornets, and the Denver Nuggets, like we mentioned. Let's get over to the next game, Terrell. Uh, we have the Battle of the Ball Brothers tonight, Terrell. Charlotte Hornets going into Chicago. Yep, I already got action on this game, too. All right, to take on the Bulls, we have the Bulls, a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. Uh, total sitting at 225 and a half. Uh, give you the floor here, Terrell, since you already have a play on this. Oh, I mean, my I, I just went straight DGENs, and you know, I have an same game parlay going that's basically uh, both of them to score triple double. So, Ooh. you know, yeah, that's that, that's in there just in case things get weird tonight. That's already locked in for me. Uh, crazy. It's a crazy amount of juice on it, but it was just like it was like Lonzo ten points, uh, Lonzo ten boards, Lonzo ten assists, Lamelo ten uh, ten boards, uh, Lamelo ten assists. I didn't take his points. His points was like minus nine thousand for ten points. It wasn't even worth it. It would have moved. The, it would have moved like a dollar. So yeah, uh, yeah. I I think that, and I got. I mean, I got another play, kind of hedging that a little bit. Uh, I'll drop that in the Slack. It's a, it's a, it's a number of things. I think it's like I took the under. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think Lamelo is a better scorer than Lonzo. Yeah. Of the basketball. Sure. But I think Lonzo is better at everything else. And so I took a, a same game parlay. I think it's like sixty-one to one. I don't got it in front of me right now, but it has uh, Lamelo for over his points prop nineteen and a half. Uh, it's got the under on both Lamelo's rebounds and assists. Okay. Uh, so in case he's just you know more of a scorer this game and kind of you know lacks everywhere else, just trying to put up a whole bunch of points in front of his brother recently. Yeah. And then you know it's got uh, Lonzo for I think the over on his uh, I think it's like over on his rebounds prop, over on his assist prop. It's something like that. I'll drop it in the Slack channel later so people can see it. But it's six to one one. I think it's uh, safer than you know the crazy ass. De- both triple double parlay, but you know, crazy things happen in the league. The league yeah. give you a storyline. That's one thing I know about the NBA. They will always give you a storyline. So both of them hit a triple double tonight when they play each other, uh, and they're battling for position in the Eastern Conference. Then absolutely, I could see that. So back to actually handicapping this game. Uh, I am actually think I think I'm on the Hornets. Okay. I've been going back and forth, uh, sitting here and trying to decide. This is actually, I think, one of the games that took me the longest to kind of figure it out. I think I'm on the Hornets. Um, I think they're going to get up for this game. I think they're just going to get up for the game. Whether, wow, do they win or not is, you know, up for the debate. But, you know, they normally don't get up for games on the road. They're six and seven. Um Six and seven straight up on the road this season. Even worse at five and eight ATS. So like the numbers don't support it. But I just think that everybody knows what this game, you know, means to Lamelo. Lamelo's gonna want to stick it to his brother in this game. They're gonna want to put on a show. I think that you know everybody's gonna rally behind that in this team. I think that the Hornets are actually a good team. I think the Hornets can contend with Chicago. If mm-hmm. this was in Charlotte, I would be all over the Hornets here because I think they can actually contend and get a win against Chicago. But um, 
this it what hesitates me is the fact of who the Hornets are on the road, but I do think this is one of the road spots that they get up for. So I'm gonna take the points uh with the Hornets. I think that they make this a good game and this is interesting and I can't wait to watch this one. I'm I'm gonna have to wake up in the morning to catch this one. Yeah. Um Chicago's reeling a little bit here, man. They've lost three out of the last four games. Uh, they lost to Miami the other night. But, I mean, that's not something to put your heads down about. While Miami's probably right now one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference right now, they they took uh-huh. care of business against Orlando and they lost uh, kind of some head-scratching losses there against the Rockets, like we mentioned, and then against the Indiana Pacers. But, um, you know, throw all that out again. When your brother comes to town, y'all, you're, you want to get you, – you're going to get up and you want to get your team up for this. But – I agree with you. This number is—it's a hair too much. I, it feels like around four. I would take the Bulls, but man, this is—I'm uh, still going to go with the Bulls, man. I've been—I've been riding this team all season long. Um, they're the definitely the better defensive team. Charlotte Hornets are—I believe they're top in the top eight or top uh, seven as far as offensive efficiency. So I think we're going to have a clash of two tie, uh, two styles of basketball here. And both yeah. these teams, top five in uh, three-point percentage here, right? Charlotte is number one, I believe, and the Chicago's hanging around number five. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Chicago here as a home team. Uh, I'll lay the minus five and a half. I'm really chalky today. Thoughts on this total here, Terrell, 225 and a half, trending towards the, uh, towards the under here? You said I said 225? 225 and a half, yeah. And, I mean, I see why. these Both these teams can score. Uh, it's just whether do you think that uh, the defense is going to play a part? It, uh, is the defense of the um, – is the defense of the – what is it called? Freaking <laughs> the Bulls. Is the yeah. defense of the Bulls going to play a part and really slow this Hornets team down? I'm going to take the over because I think that the Hornets get up on the road. Uh, okay. I th- I think that they make it a game. I think that they it's probably closer in that first half. Maybe a edge to the Bulls. So I, maybe that I think that Bulls first half may come in. But I think that third quarter that is going to be Charlotte's time. I think Charlotte is going to turn up in that third quarter, coming out of coming out of the uh, locker room with probably down a couple of points. They're going to turn up that third quarter. They're really going to make this a game. And I do expect the Bulls to pull away a little bit in the fourth quarter. They they are really good in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I think that they uh, pull away in the fourth quarter a tad bit. But I'm, I, I don't think it's enough over this six points. I think it's going to be enough for them to get a win. And, you know, Charlotte's not no hope in the fourth quarter either. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, riding, with, I'm riding with the Hornets. I think they're a second-half team, and I think they're going to make it close. Yeah, that number just changed it right in front of my eyes as we're talking about this. Now it's down to 224. So uh, definitely you need to keep it. It's going down. Yeah, money's coming in on the under for sure. Yeah. Uh, Looking at the injury report, pretty clean injury report for both teams. Should I mention that earlier? Um, Mason Pomey continues to be out for the Charlotte Hornets, but that's the only significant injury there. Um, Let's move on. To the next game, Terrell, we have the Indiana Pacers headed to take on the Minnesota Timberwolves, where the T-Wolves are a three-point home favorite, total of 217. Terrell, what are you thinking for this game? Oh, we got Pacers on the road. Timberwolves at home. Timberwolves been off and on. Just got a big, uh, what was it, double overtime? Was it uh, overtime win? Yeah, against the Sixers, yeah. Yeah, big double overtime win. 
Uh, and I, I don't think we talked about that in a Sixers game, maybe because it was the Magic, but there is going to be some tired legs there. There absolutely yeah. will be some tired legs. You know, uh, just two days removed from a double overtime game is definitely going to be some tired legs. And I think there will be some tired legs in this one. Uh, with that said, I'm still on the, I'm still on some rules. I'm still on some rules here. I think that they they got the hot hand right now. Like they got the hot hand right now. They are um, aside from that that uh, Hornets loss. They had won what one, two, three, four, five straight. Yeah. So they won five straight before they lost to the Hornets. So there's uh, won uh, six of the last seven. Yeah. So. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the hot hand here. I think that the Timberwolves are actually the superior team. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this number climbs at all. If anything, uh, the Pacers just give me a lot of questions. They give a lot of questions. They give up a lot of points and a lot of uh, three pointers to opposing team. We talk about this every single time. This hasn't gotten any better. They're still not defending a three point shot. Uh, and I think that that is where that. Timberwolves can thrive with the guys like D'Angelo Russell, with Anthony Edwards. Like, that three trifecta of Edwards, Russell, and Towns are really good. People yeah. don't understand that, but they have a nice a nice little three right there, and those three are really good, and they can put up, and they can run up the score just them three. Right. right? Everybody else is is honestly a glorified, glorified bench player, honestly. And so, you know – like those guys can run up the score themselves and then they find ways to get their teammates involved and get their teammates their spots and their teammates make a contribution as well. So I I don't know. I like the Timberwolves. I think they're good. I think Carl Anthony Towns, uh, while he may not be in MVP discussions, I think that at some point we got to look at him and say he is, you know, definitely absolutely one of the top big men of this game, but he is slowly, slowly creeping his soft ass up the rankings as one of the top players in the game. He's probably around in that 20 range somewhere in there right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm rolling with the Timberwolves here. I think they keep the hot streak going. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Minnesota here. I mean, despite them being six and six at home so far this season, they've, you know, they've won their last four home games here and they've been against, I mean, the opponents haven't been too bad. They beat Sacramento. They beat San Antonio. Memphis was a big win for them. Uh, and they beat Miami at home also. We had talked about that last week. Now coming off a two-game uh, short road trip here to Charlotte and Minnesota. Sorry, uh, Philly. Um, yeah, you're right. Like, we've, we've talked about this, drill. We don't want to fade the hot hand. And I just don't see consistency right now from this Indiana Pacers team. And until I see that, Especially on the road where they are three and nine straight up. Um, I also I gotta agree with you here. Also, I gotta take Minnesota here. As reluctant as that sound, because I've been fading them all season long. You're right. I think they figured something out with Anthony Edwards, D'Lo, and Cat uh, here. So I'm gonna take that uh, with you. Thoughts on this total here? I'm kind of leaning towards the over here, but I kind of get your opinion on it. Um. It feels like an over game. Yeah. It does. But yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, over. I'm just gonna go to over. I think I think Minnesota scores. I don't think they hold 
Indiana down too much. I'm concerned about Indiana on the road. I really am. I'm concerned yeah. about Indiana on the road right now, but I think they can still – like, they're still talented. They're still talented. They're not a terrible team. I think they can put up an adequate amount of points. And I don't think that the Timberwolves run away with this game. I don't think that they run away with this game. I just think they cover, and this is, you know, in the two to three possession range. So I'll, I'll ride the over with that just because of me thinking it's a close game, and I think some points going to be scored. Yeah, both these teams uh, over their last five games are over uh, offensive rating wise. Minnesota's number seven in the entire league at one fifteen point seven, and then just a little bit below Indiana Pacers at one hundred nine point eight offensive rating. So they've they've been doing pretty well, at least on the offensive side of the basketball. Um, I think the I don't think these two teams matched up earlier this season. No, this is the first meeting between these two. So. We're leaning over here and then also taking Minnesota minus the three points here. Terrell, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and we'll get to the final four games on the NBA schedule tonight. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of WinBet Las Vegas to all-night sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users, new users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a free bet of $200. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap has always always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a bet that you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game here. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers headed to Dallas to take on the Mavericks, where the Mavericks are a six-and-a-half-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 209-and-a-half. Looking at the injury report here uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Osman is questionable with low back soreness. Um, and then Jalen Brunson for the Dallas Mavericks is questionable with a left foot contusion, which means uh, Luca is back after missing a couple games uh, over the last two weeks here. But uh, six and a half point home favorite for the uh, Mavs here against the Cavs. Uh, Terrell, where are you at? Oh, just moved to seven. Uh, 
Let's see. I just, I don't know. I can't. Can I really fade the Cavs right now? Cavs are five and four straight up on the road uh, so far this season. Let me see how what they've done all, as far as ATS. Six, Eight, I got it right two here. And one. Yeah, six and two and one. Six, yeah. two and one. Like, I don't, I don't know. The Cavs cover games, man. The Cavs yeah. just cover games. Like we just said, six, two, and one on the road. They're 13, five, and two. Second best. Listen to the top five. Listen to the top five teams in terms of ATS right now. Yeah. Go to State Warriors run, Cleveland two, Oklahoma City Thunder three, Miami four, Chicago five. So two, two of those of, teams. Yeah. Two of those teams in for two of those teams are not even in relevant of being a good team conversation. Like we are not talking about, even though we like Cleveland and we like OKC, we're not talking about them being a really good team. We're not talking about them in the same breath that we're talking about Golden State, Miami, Chicago. If we even go down the list a little bit more, Utah, Phoenix, like we're not talking about them in those conversations. So yeah. it just make it's just so hard for me to see a number here and to see a number that's over two possessions for a team that somehow, some way, finds a way to cover games. Even on the road, they find a way to cover games. So I'm just blindly going to take Cleveland here. Like, I'm just going to take Cleveland. I think Dallas is better right now. Uh, yeah. They're not one of the be- the top seeds in the uh, West right now for no reason. Um, They should, in theory, go in there and control this game from start to finish, but Cleveland just finds a way. They find a way, find a way, find a way. And this is and their mo this season has been they'll hold they'll get a lead which is where that first half uh stat comes from which I'm playing again in this game uh where that first half stat comes from and yeah. they'll hold the lead for majority if not all of the third quarter and then blow it in the fourth quarter so I'm I'm gonna ride it I'm gonna ride it I think that uh Cleveland covers and finds a way that covers this game they cover seven points. Yeah, I didn't mention uh, our three seven-footers are back in the lineup. They were all back against Orlando the other night. Markinen is back. Jared Allen is back. And Evan Mobley is back also. So um, I think that they have, again, when we talk about having those three guys back, they have a significant advantage, I think, inside the paint because who does who does Dallas have that's going to stop these guys inside the paint? I think that Evan Mobley should have a big game. I think Jared Allen should have a big game also here tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And, um, you have Kevin Love. I mean, yeah, we've we, as much as we've kind of shitted on Kevin Love about how he's committing the biggest heist. He's playing good. He's, he's playing, playing pretty basketball. well. Yeah, and they're rebounding the basketball very, very well. Are the uh, coming off the bench Cavaliers. and having zero expectations? Coming off the bench and having zero expectations is doing wonderful for his career and in, in his third half of you know of his career. So, you know, he's officially in the third phase of his career where players start to be like, all right, I'm here collecting a check and I'm, you know, get ready to get up out of here in a couple of years, guys. He had his glory years in Minnesota. He had his championship years with the Cavs early. And then LeBron left and he had his years where he were the guy. And, and you know, that didn't go so well. And now he's just kind of that uh, veteran presence there that is a really good boost off the bench. Like, he's playing well. And yeah. so – this Cleveland team is getting it done. Like they're just getting it done. Yeah, I this as more and more we talk about it, this is almost locked territory here for me also as far as the dog. Sorry, as a yeah, dog bed. It, but, it feels like it. It yeah. feels like it. But, but it's uh, like you can't you can't necessarily pinpoint like it's so hard to necessarily pinpoint what it is because they're just they're just good. 
Like they're yeah. just good. They 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 find a way to stay in these games. They're not afraid of anybody. They're not afraid of you know what your record says or who you have across the court. They're gonna go play hard for you every night. And um, gosh, I freaking pronounce his name wrong every single time. Uh, uh, Cleveland's coach. Um, uh, Jay Biggerstaff, right? Bickerstaff? Is it Bickerstaff? That's yeah, Bickerstaff. Yeah, because he, he used to be an assistant on the Rockets, so I'm familiar with him, JV Bickerstaff. Yeah, well, I think Bickerstaff should be in conversation for Coach. Right? If they if they make the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, Bickerstaff should be in conversation for Coach of the Year. I'm pretty sure his, his numbers are still super high right now, so if you can throw a ticket and throw some cash on him. Matter of fact, I'm going to go try to find him. I look for you I think here, he should see. be in the conversation. Appreciate it. I think he should be in conversation for coach of the year. I think that if this Cleveland, if this Cleveland team without Colin Sexton makes the playoffs, he will without a doubt in my mind, barring something crazy yeah. from, you know, some other team, he will without a doubt in my mind when coach of the year and deservingly so 40 to one right now, I would yeah. matter of fact, I'm putting a ticket in that when we uh, finish this pot. I think that if Cleveland keeps this up, if Cleveland makes the, makes the playoffs, it's going to be the exact, exact same situation that the Knicks had last year with Tom Thibodeau. I think he's going to win. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't argue against that, especially with the roster that they have right now, not having Colin Sexton. If they find a way to improve from year to year, 20 wins, 30 wins. I mean, that's, that was pretty much what the narrative was last year with Thibodeau when he won, right? That he improved yes. his team significantly, got him into the playoffs. So um, so I think that I kind of I agree with you. I mean, they're 10-10 right staff. now. 20 yeah. games in the season. 20 games in the season, they're yeah. 10 and 10. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. And they're what? The eighth seed? Uh, uh, I think they're the eight. They're the, they're the tenth seed. So they're okay. they're a tenth seed right They're now. that play-in tournament. But yeah, they're they're in the play-in tournament. And they're uh they're honestly they're only a half game. <laughs> like they're only two games back from being the sixth seed. Yeah. So you know, if it, I say take the take the flyer at forty to one, and if they get in the playoffs, he's winning. Yeah, I agree with you that if he's able to guide this team into the playoffs, like everybody expected this team to be in the bottom of the barrel <clears throat> with the Rockets, with the Thunder, with the Pistons, but if he finds a way to get this team into the uh, into the playoffs, I can't argue with that at all. Even a playing game, like even if you get into a playing game, yeah, as you know, that's that's significant improvement. Nobody expected that from Cleveland. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, he's done a great job coaching this team, and the other guys have stepped up in the absence of Colin Sexton also, so I, I can't argue with that. Uh, let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Washington Wizards headed to San Antonio, where the Wizards are a three-point road favorite, currently seeing a total of 215. Looking at the injury report here, um, pretty clean for the uh, Wizards. The usual guys are out uh, that haven't played all season, and then for the San Antonio Spurs, Doug McBuckets is dealing with a right knee inflammation, and then Devin Vassell has a right quad contusion. So those two guys are questionable for tonight. But where are you going with this game, Terrell? Wizards, a three-point road favorite against the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs are not looking good, man. Spurs are not looking good at all. Um, That win against the Celtics was big, and – you know, I never – I when, when the Celtics blew that game, I wasn't even surprised. Like, I wasn't even surprised. I knew that's what i get. Because if you looked at my, my pick on Tally site, you saw something that you haven't seen for a very long time, and you saw the Boston Celtics under my name. Yeah. I knew as soon as I put that pick in, I said, they're going to blow this game. 
they're going to blow it. They're I think they scored it. like two points in like the final five minutes of that game. They, I, they, I knew they were going to blow it for me. Let me check. And that. while I would love to fade the Spurs in that spot after getting that win. I do think they make this a little bit of a game. I don't like Washington laying points on the road. They're one in three right now. ATS laying points on the when they're laying points on the road, four and seven overall. So it's not looking really good for them uh, on the road covering games. Yeah. And I, I, I trust the defense of the Spurs. Oddly enough, I like that this is a home spot for them. I think they can get up for this game a little bit. Uh, they're not completely dead in the water, but they're just not good. Like they're not good at all, but not completely dead in the water. So I'll take I'll I'll take the points in the Spurs. I don't really like it. I'll take the points with the Spurs to make this a game to go after um, and play up. Pop the you know, hey, we got to win early. Um, we got to win to make this homestand something like let's finish, let's finish this homestand right. Like let's finish it on the right note before we go on the road and have to go through uh, a little bit of a gauntlet next three games at the mm-hmm. trailblazers at the warriors at the sun. So let's, let's finish, let's finish at home on the right note before we go on the road. So I'll take the Spurs plus three and a half, but I, I don't lock it. I won't bet this game. Yeah, Wizards' uh, last game of a road trip here, a four-game road trip where they took on the uh, <clears throat> sorry the Southwest Division opponents. This is their third game in four nights. Yeah, they played Friday, they played Saturday, had Sunday off, <clears throat> and now they play the Spurs here on Monday night. So a bit of a tricky spot here for the uh, for the Wizards. Uh, I, I don't know where to go with this game, man. I guess take the home points or home underdog here. Uh, I've been doing that. It's been cashing fairly pretty well this season. It's trending towards two and a half now. So I think we're on the right side here, Terrell. Uh, thoughts on this total here at 215? Um, yeah, it feels like the under. Like this feels. This just kind of feels like an under game. If the Spurs get in it, uh, the, the if the Spurs are in it, the Wizards were sloppy. Yeah. That's what I think. If the Spurs are in this game, the Wizards stop because the Wizards are playing good ball right now. I think if if the Wizards really have this their way, then you know they put up a good amount of points. But I think the Spurs kind of control tempo in this game, uh, keep the Wizards slow pace, make the Wizards make mistakes, and so I'm I'm rolling with the uh, with the under if I had to make a play here. Yeah, I mean I was taking a look at the defensive rating over the last five games for both these teams. Um, San Antonio's at number 19, Washington's at 22. Um, and as far as pace, let's see here. The Wizards are number 13, and the San Antonio Spurs are – where do they go? I just saw them. Um, where do they go? Uh, number 10 right now. So kind of middle of the middle of the pack there, so probably going to stay away from that. Let's get over to the next game, maybe another game of the night here. The Portland Trailblazers head over to Utah to take on the Jazz – where the Jazz are a seven-point home favorite with a total of 223. Looking at the injury report for this game, uh, Norman Powell is out for the Portland Trailblazers with a right quad injury. For the Utah Jazz, Royce O'Neal is questionable with a right foot and ankle sprain, but he did play in the last game, so I think he should be good to go. Uh, but seven-point favorite, uh, home favorite for the Jazz here against the uh, Trailblazers. Uh, Terrell, where are you at? Here we go again. Like, let's just keep it rolling. If you bet Portland ATS, if you faded Portland ATS 
in every single away game this season, you would be nine and one right now. Yep. If you faded Portland ATS in every single uh, away game this season, you would be nine and one right now. Like, let's, I mean, let's <clears throat> just do it. Let's fade, let's fade the Trailblazers on the road. They haven't proven to us that they can get it done, that they can keep these games remotely close at all. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, it's, it's it's really just a simple handicap right now. It really is, and, yeah. And it's real and partially, um, you know, I think it's Chauncey being a new coach and still kind of getting into the feel of things. I think it's another partially of just the identity of the Trailblazers team and that they just get off the slow starts in the beginning of the year. Does this does this come back to the mean a little bit? Do they get a little bit better on the road as the season goes on? Absolutely, because it's really hard to go nine and one in ten games multiple times all season so uh i mean go one and nine and ten games multiple times all season so um i think that they do positively regress but i mean i gotta see it first so until then jazz minus seven it's easy yeah we talked about this that the portland trailblazers and the atlanta hawks were the other team that we're gonna back them at home but on the road it's gonna be a completely different story um, and like you said, the numbers right there, nine and one, if you would have faded this team on the road, and then they're also 0 and five as home, uh, sorry, road underdogs are the Portland Trailblazers. So if you faded them when they're underdogs on the road, you're a perfect five and oh. So um, again, this is going to be another game where we're going to continue to fade the Portland Trailblazers, like you said, until we see something that changes throughout the course of the season here. But so far, like you said, nine and one. Uh, if you faded them on the road. So we're going to keep that simple. Thoughts on the total, 223, Terrell? Mm, yeah. Um, it it, it – I don't know. I don't know because Portland can't. Norman Powell being out is really big. That's another layer of scoring. If Dame's not there tonight and, you know, it's just CJ or maybe not even CJ either, uh, It's gonna they're going to really struggle to find somebody else to score the basketball also. Um, I would I would take the under just because I don't think the Trailblazers keep up. Yeah, I think that if the Jazz are able to clamp down on defense, I think that this game should go under. But we kind of talk about these two teams, man. I, I kind of want to lean towards the over here on this game. I mean, they're pretty good three-point shooting teams. Uh, they're top five in makes per game. Utah's number two. Portland's number five. Uh, attempts, they're, again, right there in top five. Um, but the, the thing about pace is that they're a little slower. Um, so I'm leaning towards the over here, but not gonna not gonna make a play on this. Let's get over to the last game for tonight, Terrell. We have the New Orleans Pelicans headed to LA to take on the Clippers, where the Clippers are a six and a half point home favorite, total of two eleven and a half. Uh, where are you going with this game, Terrell? Yeah, so the Pelicans um, have been playing better. Yeah. I think this number is too short. I'm, I'm on Clippers, easily. I think this number is too short for a couple of reasons. Okay. Uh, first reason is that the Pelicans just beat the Clippers, uh, what was it, last week? Week week before? The week yeah, before. Yeah, 94-81. Uh, yep, just beat them. I think that's one reason why it's, clo- why it's a little too short. And the other reason is because the Clippers are on a back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I don't think either one of those things matter right now. Okay. I think the Clippers are by far the better team. 
Um, this Pelicans team has been shoot, scoring the basketball better um, in spurts, but still struggles at time. At times, so I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back them on the road. Uh, I'm not gonna back them on the road, especially when they just spent two nights um, two nights in Utah playing Utah Jazz. So I'm right with the Clippers here. I think Clippers. This number is a little bit too short. Like it's just a little bit too short. I think that this should be a little bit closer to the double digits range, and I think that's ultimately where this game f- finishes in that 10-11 range. Yeah, I think that you know the Clippers are on a back-to-back, like you mentioned, but they played earlier in the day. I think they had that early game, which was like I think like three thirty Eastern, so it wasn't a night game. Uh, but regardless, it's Terrell on a back-to-back. But again, yeah, revenge on the mind of the Clippers here. I love the under in this game, Terrell. Um, uh, yeah, if I had to pick a side, I would uh, go with the Clippers here. But two eleven and a half, I still think that's, that's maybe a hair too high. Clippers, listen, they are a great defensive team, man. And, you know, Pelicans do struggle scoring the basketball sometimes. I mean, they did have that shootout against the uh, Utah Jazz. It was 127-101. But if you kind of go down their kind of their scoreboard, it's kind of been in that range of like 110, 96, 111, 94, 98-97. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaning towards the under here. Probably a play on the uh, uh, the Pelicans team total under also. I'd really do like that. But any thoughts on the total? Yeah, I would go under as well. The um, Clippers are second in defensive efficiency right now. Yeah. And in, in terms of offensive efficiency, they are what? I think they're 24 with the Pelicans being 25. Yeah. So, like, let's not, you know, hype up their offense a little bit too much. Yeah, they're 24 with the Pelicans being 26. Right. Because they're tied with San Antonio for 24. So, um yeah, I think the under is a great play. I was on the under last night when they played the uh, – Warriors when they when they played the Warriors and yep. it yeah so that game yesterday went under between the Warriors and the Clippers so uh, glad you catched on that one Terrell uh, that's the last game of the night here uh, let's take one final break we'll come back we'll get to best bets and then we'll do a special preview for one of the games on Tuesday night. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even helps raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a real slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they just added a really, really cool bonus, guys. If you can get your entire fantasy football league to join Better Fantasy, they'll get give you and your league a $150 gift card to get a sick-ass championship trophy from trophysmack.com. It's totally free to play. Download the app today for your iPhone or Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. 
through their fully functioning and free web application, you can get access to a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to see friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept it. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And of course, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, let's get to our lock and dog for tonight. Um, I will give you the floor first here, sir. Give me your lock and dog for tonight. Uh, Let me see here. My lock. Um. Yeah, let's uh nah yeah Miami minus seven. That's that's let's go with that. I'm feeling Miami minus seven. You know, the tensions that they had in that last game, they're gonna wanna go beat the shit out the Nuggets. Uh especially, you know, Nuggets ain't got their top guys in the game. Um this heat team is clicking. Yeah, uh let's let's go ahead. Miami minus seven. I think they beat the shit out the Nuggets tonight. All right, and your dog. My dog, it's got to be the Thunder, man. Yeah, it's got to be Thunder on the money line. I'm, I don't. Houston should not be favored in this game. I'm, <sighs> I'm rocking with the Thunder on the money line. That's my dog. Yeah, as we've been, we've been going through the games here. Houston now down to minus two, so I think that that money is coming in on the Thunder at plus two and a half. So it's now down to plus or my, yeah, minus two for the Houston Rockets. So. Terrell's lock again. It's going to be Miami Heat minus the seven against the Nuggets tonight, and then his dog will be the Thunder money line at plus one ten, plus one fifteen is what I'm seeing on the board right now. For my lock, um, man, let's see. Don't want to lay that many points with the Sixers, but I think they're going to crush the Magic. Um. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go Clippers. <clears throat> minus six and a half here. I think that again, revenge on the mind after what happened a couple weeks ago in uh, New Orleans. I think they should come out, clamp down on defense here against the Pelicans. I know they're on a back to back, but they played earlier in the day, like we talked about against the Warriors. So uh, come out here and take care of business against the Pelicans. So I will take Clippers minus six and a half as my lock. For my dog, um, I think that's the one that we I really liked was the Cleveland Cavaliers, man, at taking the plus seven and the money line at plus 205. I think that they're going to have a significant advantage inside the paint here against the Dallas Mavericks, which really don't have guys inside. I mean, they have guys like Dwight Powell and Porzingis, but Porzingis likes to hang around the three-point line. You know, I think that uh, 
Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Lauren Marketing, they should be able to score points, but also clean up on the boards against this Dallas Mavericks team. So I will take the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight, plus seven and plus 205 uh, on the money line. Terrell, let's get to the game of the year for tomorrow mm-hmm. night. I know we don't do a Tuesday pod, but I think um, you had messaged, and rightfully so, we should talk about this game for tomorrow night, which is going to be the Golden State Warriors going up against the hottest team. Well, two of the hottest teams meeting up down there in Phoenix. Phoenix has now won, won 16 games in a row here, Terrell. Uh, we talked about this last week. We thought that that winning streak was going to come to an end, but yep. they have absolutely been taking care of business Um Yep. On their road trip there, they've won 16 games in a row. They're 17 and three. And the Golden State Warriors have won seven games in a row, who are number one in the Western Conference right now. And number two are the Phoenix Suns. So these two teams are matching up tomorrow night. It's going to be a national TV game on TNT. Currently seeing a line opened up of Phoenix favored by two and a half points. Terrell, let's get into this game, man. What are you thinking? Uh, man, it is tempting not to take Golden State as a dog here. Yeah, it really, really is. But both of these, like, what what do we say? Eight games for Golden State? Winning streak? Yeah, uh, they're at seven. Seven. So they're yeah. pulling for eight. That's still yeah. like that's still a really good winning streak. Like in the NBA, that is still a really good winning streak. It is, yeah. And so, um. Both of these teams are, you know, still two top defensive teams. I got uh hold on, I got it right here. Golden State has the Warriors, one, I know so. for fact I know the Warriors are for fact number one in defensive efficiency. Number three? Yeah, Phoenix is number three. So like that's that's not a large margin for error at all. Yeah. And ultimately I it's, it's hard to say, but my handicap is coming down to the Warriors have Steph Curry. Like, the Warriors have Steph Curry. And I know that's a tough handicap that it feels – I don't even know if that's chalky. Like, I don't even know if that's chalky in this game to say the Warriors are going to win because the, the Suns have been playing so well. So, yeah. uh, I don't even know if that's chalky, but it could be uh, the fact that the Warriors are a dog. I feel like everybody – like, the Warriors already are getting 90% of the bets in majority of their games this season. Yeah. So, um. I don't know if that's chalky to say at all, but I'll I'll take Steph Curry, a guy who's playing like a man on a mission right now and holding down the ship until uh Clay gets back, until he gets his uh young center and James Wiseman back. Both of them are in the, are playing for the G League affiliate uh right now. And so I I think he's holding it down for them. He's playing really well. He got pissed off in that Clippers game uh, and just started going crazy in the fourth (laughs) quarter. And so I'm riding riding with the two-time MVP, Steph Curry. And while I think that this is a game, I think this game should be fun. Mm -hmm. Hopefully uh, it doesn't lean one way or the other, but I think that second half for Golden State is going to prove to be a little bit too much for – the Phoenix Suns, uh, I think that they are going to struggle. Golden State is not going to be easy for them. I think that this will be kind of a first half that the Suns are licking their chops and give it to them uh, because I think that DeAndre Ayton being that big down there is going to dominate rebounding 
And so it's ultimately going to come on. To how do you stop people from rebounding? Just score the basketball and put ba- put ball in the basket. Just continue to put the ball in the basket, and they can't rebound shit. So I think ultimately that's what Golden State gets to in the end of this game, and they give us something close. If they don't win, it is like a one-point game, and I am serious. This should be a really good game. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun, man. I, I they, they had said this yesterday on, I think it was one of the broadcasts that were watching that they're playing on Tuesday night here. Kind of looking at the uh, spread uh, trends here. Phoenix, as dominant as they've been this season, they're 11-9 and nine overall against the spread. They're 5-5 five and five at home. And they haven't obviously been a home underdog. As a home favorite, they've been five and five. And on the flip side, the Golden State Warriors have been when they win games, like they're crushing their opponents. They're 15, yes. 4 and 1 against the spread. They're 6 and 2 as uh, sorry on against the spread on the road, 2 and 0 oh as home underdogs, and 4 and 2 as uh, away, sorry, a really out road favorites, but here in the underdog situation. Man, I, I hate that we're agreeing so much, but I just feel like right now the Golden State Warriors have like the better overall roster, if that makes sense. Like as far as role players, like Jordan uh-huh. Poole and Gary Payton the second, and even Otto Porter has been showing up for this Golden State Warriors team. Andrew Riggins has finally found that role in on a team where he doesn't have to be the number one, number two option. And he's, you know, he's playing well. I think he's gonna be a key tomorrow night for this Golden State Warriors team. Damian Lee. You know, another great uh, role player for this uh, Golden State Warriors team. But on the flip side, if you look at at Phoenix, um, Devin Booker has been playing absolutely out of his mind over this last, not only on this winning streak, but over these past couple games here. I mean, he's had three straight games of 30-plus points. Um, Again, I think you highlighted the one key area that if Phoenix is going to win this game, it is going to be down low with DeAndre Ayton because they really don't have that body to stop DeAndre Ayton, not only on the boards, but only also scoring on the offensive side of the basketball. I was high on this Golden State Warriors team coming into the season. I, you know, I got down on them to win the championship. Uh, I took their over on the regular season win totals, but I think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'll take the plus two and a half with you here. I'm going to take that money line also because, again, if Warriors win this game, I don't think that plus two and a half is going to come into play. I just think that they're going to win this game straight up if they're going to cover the numbers. So I'm taking that money line at plus 115. I know we've talked about, Terrell, that both these two teams are great uh, defensively, but I'm kind of look at the number what it comes out for the first half on the over there because I feel like the defensive clamps are going to come down in that second half. And I think that first half is we'll probably see a lot more scoring. And uh, Warriors, we talked about this last week when we hit that little parlay that we had put together, a 7-1 to parlay, that Warriors are one of the best teams um, in the first half, uh, sorry, the first quarter to go over. So I'm going to be looking out for that mm-hmm. tomorrow. So definitely check my uh, Twitter account for that. But I think we're both agreeing that we're on Golden State here tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. And shit, I would run that parlay back. Like, fuck it, run the parlay back. Go, uh, you can go Phoenix first, first quarter, quarter over, line. yeah, Phoenix first quarter money line, uh, or even on the spread because that spread is probably like a half prob- a point, yeah, probably, probably, it's a probably point. a half a point, yeah, if that, even, yeah. even if a point, maybe. So, Phoenix first quarter, yeah, take the over in the first quarter and then take the Warriors to win the game. 
Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I think if we I think if we ran if we selectively ran this that same parlay for a number of the Warriors games this season, I'm pretty sure we'll hit more than not. Yeah, Almost because positive. yeah, we talked about that first quarter over has been hitting a, at a very high rate. And like you talked about that, I think you're the one that pointed this out is that Warriors kind of get off to a slow start in that first quarter against their opponents. And, you know, we're taking, taking a look at their first quarter ATS numbers for the Warriors. Um, let me see. Where are they? Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. Where are you? Yeah, they're seven and five at home. But on the road, Terrell, this might be something that we might. And again, this is a road game for them. They're one and seven against the spread on the road uh, in that first quarter. And then the first quarter over is they're 13 and seven overall in four at home and five and three on the road, averaging about 58 points per game or for, yeah, in that first quarter. So I, I like where your head's at with that. Yeah, absolutely. That'll bring us to the end of the NBA gambling podcast for the Monday edition slash Tuesday night game of the year preview between the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. Um, Hopefully we can get this week started right, Terrell, on this Monday night, nine-game slate, but definitely looking forward to all the games tonight and, of course, the game tomorrow between the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Terrell, let the people know where they can find you, man. Uh, find me on Instagram and Twitter at really real underscore underscore, uh, you know, all over the SGPN site, college football, college basketball, NBA, um, Slack channel, SG.PN slash Slack. We're all over there. We're all super involved in what everybody has going on. So, hey, come on to the winning team. Like if you, you look at Tally's site, who, who are the top four, top four guys in NBA for the regular season thus far? It's, all SGPN, Zach, yep. Ryan, me, Moonoff, top four. We're, we're, we're doing it over here, yo. So come on to the winning team. Come on. Yeah, like uh, Terrell said, come join the conversation on the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. Um, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast if you haven't already. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, man, at SGPN NBA. We're trying to Grow that Twitter account, man. We always tweet out um, when the pods drop on that account also. So if you haven't subscribed already, which you should, go ahead and do that. And then also uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter over there. You can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Again, join the conversation on the Slack channel. Make sure to download the app, uh, not only for NBA, but college football, college basketball is well underway, golf, MMA, soccer, uh, the the main uh, mothership with the SGP guys, they got into it a little bit yesterday as the Eagles and the Giants played. Uh, Terrell, you, I'll yeah. let you wrap it up. Giants, how did you feel yesterday, man? Oh, God, we fucking suck, but fuck the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking suck, but fuck the Eagles. Ain't no way that we got four turnovers in that game and only put up 13 points. That's fucking ass. I hope that when we go see uh, Miami down there in Florida, we put up points on on them and Tua. And look, I'm telling you right now, we are in the conversation. For, we are in the conversation. We are not too far back from that seven seed is so. Stop wild. it. Stop that it we are, right now. The Stop. fact that we are in the conversation for the seven seed right now. No, we're only like a game and a half back. What do you mean? Stop it. We're only a game and a half back. That is literally. And we have a soft part of the schedule. Don't move on. Don't get me started. We have the soft. This is the soft part of our schedule. We played all our hard games now. Our, our toughest game is the Cowboys left. Easily. This is the toughest a, game is the Cowboys, and we can win that. So, 
this look, is the part of the podcast. If you want to stop listening, go in it now because we're no, about to rant about the Giants. I'm here. just I'm just letting you know that we're going into the soft part of our schedule. What do you mean soft part? You have to play the Chargers still in LA, and then you have Dallas, and you still have to go into what? Philly. Okay, we're, and we're playing the Chargers in LA. Listen to what you just said. We're playing the Chargers in LA. The Chargers don't fucking do anything when they're <laughs> play at home. They are a road team. They don't do anything when they play at home. And and they just got their ass whooped by Teddy by Teddy Bridgewater. We didn't even get beat by Teddy that damn bad. So no, I don't care. We're in that game as well. We're in the rest of the games for the rest of the season. All we just need is the office to do something. But as of right now, my my thoughts of it is we fucking suck. But the Eagles suck more. That's what you get for fucking quitting. All rise. <laughs> all right, all right. This that's uh, that little hopeful thinking is here with Terrell, and I'm sure Kramer was touting this on the wrap up show last night that you guys still have a chance of getting into the playoffs with with Danny Danny Pennies over there. But we'll we'll leave that conversation as we kind of wind down the season here. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday morning to tackle down the Wednesday game. So make sure to look out for that pod then. And I will be doing a prop cast for today's games with Jong as usual. So look out for that also. With that being said, guys, thank you so much. We'll be back Wednesday. Let's get this week started right. Let's break the books off and let it ride. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to go get it.